welcome to An American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we're talking about Ban Baja Bharat, a romantic comedy about two people who open a wedding planning business. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the second in our rom-com series. And even though we've seen many movies with Ranbir Singh and at least a couple with Anushka, Shar- Anushka Sharma, mm-hmm. this is actually Ranbir Singh's debut movie. That's right. I couldn't believe it. But he does look really young. He does. Yeah. Which makes sense. They're both playing people right out of college. Yeah. And this is really early in Anushka Sharma's career, too. But it did really well because it's a really strong movie and because the acting's real good. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, that's the thing. And even though it was only Anushka Sharma's third movie, um, she had already been in Rabna Bana to Jodi, which was huge in 2008. So she would have been... But then it had been two years before she put out another movie, which is quite slow in Bollywood terms. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But she would have been enough of a name that people knew who she was. Yeah. But yeah, Ranbir Singh with... The worst hair I've ever seen him have. Hopefully the worst hair I will ever see him have. It's just like excessively shaggy. <laughs> but not long enough to be like long. Well, it was, it was just very... Like, but it was very appropriate for 2010. I guess. Hair was not always great, Hannah. I can tell. <laughs> That's what this movie is showing me. But it was good. They are... Both right out of college, Anushka Sharma doesn't want to get married right now. She has very permissive parents, and they have agreed to let her wait until she's 25, and then she'll get married. Arranged marriage. She doesn't want to do all this messy love stuff. She doesn't have time for that. (laughs) Of course. As the female lead in a rom-com. She doesn't have time for love. love. And Ranveer Singh is... A slacker whose family owns a sugarcane plantation, mm-hmm. but his he, main his main goal in life is to just find free food at various places. Right, but he also doesn't want to go back and work on the farm. No, he does not want to cut sugarcane. And the slacker character in Indian movies, like for the young man, is super common. You yeah. see all sorts of movies where the main character is a guy, a young man who's a slacker. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why it's so pervasive, but it's I think, honestly, if I see that as a description for a comedy, a lot of the time I like will not watch it. It's not, it's not going to pull me in. It's not anything new. Right. So he's a slacker, but in order to avoid going back on the farm, he's like, oh, I'm, we're getting into a wedding planning business together. Mm-hmm. And he like bags and bags Because he and heard about her. her wedding planning business that she was going to start. And this was aspirational for her. And he's like, great, I'll be your partner. Uh, Let's do it. Yeah. But one of the nice things about his character is that even though he starts off as like, you're like, oh my gosh, it's the slacker stereotype. He really is not. Like as soon as he starts working in the wedding planning business, he's super hardworking. And it's not even like a character arc to make him hardworking. It's just like he is. I felt lied to. (laughs) I was like, okay, this makes it clear that he's just never had anything he wanted to do before. Right. He was great at it. I mean, he and Anushka Sharma immediately, there's no conflict 
For like an hour and a half. <laughs> I know, they work really well. Well, the conflict is, I guess, them like starting up the business and getting the breaks they need. Yeah, no, I mean, I make that sound like it's not mm-hmm. not an interesting watch. Like, it's good. Yeah. But it's funny because there's so little conflict in the beginning of it mm-hmm. that at one point when something breaks in a wedding that they're trying to fix like an hour into the movie, it was so stressful because I was, the stakes were not that high, but I was so stressed because I was like, oh no, nothing's happened. What if something small happens? That's really funny. Because I think one of the nice things about this movie is that it avoids some of the like worst tropes of rom-coms. So it like, does. she doesn't have time for love, but she's not super hostile to it when it happens. And he yeah. is a slacker, mm-hmm. but he's also like not such a slacker that he can't put in work. They right. start off butting heads, mm-hmm. but... It doesn't stay that way through the entire movie. Like, no, they so figure out a way to work really well together. Really quickly. Mm-hmm. And because she falls they, in love for the right reasons because they work really well together, even on a personal level. Exactly. And you can see it right off the bat when they're both working for the other wedding planner mm-hmm. to start their careers. And Shruti is the one who knows everything about weddings because mm-hmm. she's been planning on doing this business for a while. But Beatrice is the one that gives Shruti the confidence to be like, no, like, you can do this. And it works out great. So you can see right away that they work really well together because they fill in each other's gaps. Yeah, he keeps pushing her to do more, and she keeps trying to keep them safe. You know, like, we only take this much profit, this much goes back into the business. Well, we can't do this because we don't have this yet. And he's the one who keeps pushing it forward, but she keeps it to a level where they can actually do what they're yeah, what they're trying to do. Yeah, it's really good. It also provides a nice little glimpse into Indian wedding culture. Not as That's much right. as some movies do, but if you've never seen Indian weddings, you get to see how big and extravagant and loud they are. Yeah, a and the dancing competitions and performances and all this stuff that are at weddings. Yes, how important it is to get people dancing at an Indian wedding and the marigolds and you can also see what's traditional by what the other wedding planner is like oh we we won't do that you don't want anything garish you don't want people laughing at you (laughs) and shadi mubarak bitu and shruti's company which means congratulations on your wedding that company is known for kitsch which really is just more like traditional weddings like it It's just, like, not modernized and Europeanized and all this stuff. Yeah. They use bright colors and loud music and all the things, the traditional (laughs) things. Yeah. And so kitsch makes sense, but it's also maybe not a great translation for someone who doesn't, like, 100% understand what's going on. Because it's not less than. It doesn't seem cheesy. It's just more traditional. I know. They do keep saying that. And I'm like, that would be a terrible thing at... An no American one wedding. wants a kitsch wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and because there is a lot of dancing at weddings, there is dancing in this movie. Mm-hmm. Some nice dancing. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah, but it's all, it's very much incorporated into the actual action of the movie. Yeah, which is funny. Like, they're actually dancing and doing these musical numbers in real life, which I yeah. think is so 
funny that they they like worked it in that way including one toward the end where i was like mm, that's not realistic they would not oh, be able to do that oh no not at all but so one of the things about weddings really fancy and expensive wedding okay mm-hmm. so this is one of those things where we saw it in fan where yes. top movie stars will get hired for parties to perform at parties sometimes mm-hmm. if they're like really fancy expensive parties which to yeah. me is just bonkers to me i'm like the whole point of being a famous celebrity is you don't have to do stuff like that in america it is right uh like especially as an actor oh my <laughs> gosh especially as like the top actor in india shahrukh khan yeah but that's it's the kind this of person is, who will get hired for this stuff. Right. I'm like, you're the richest actor in the world, and you're going to perform at somebody's wedding. But this is just part of that culture. Like, these yeah, are just exactly. the expectations. It's, it's not just weird different. to them. Yeah. And obviously, someone like that, they work a ton anyway. Um, I mean, if you think press tours for movies here are are intense and take a lot of time, right. they're, like, so much more in India. Like, their tours are really comprehensive. There's music and dancing and everything. Well, and I think it also seems a little strange because in American weddings, even really nice, expensive, fancy weddings, you wouldn't hire, like, a popular musical act to perform at your wedding. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't know that I've really heard about that very much. You could, but I think most people don't want to because it would take away too much attention from the wedding itself. Right. Because of the way American weddings are set up. You might get really nice musicians, but it wouldn't be people that were super famous. Yeah, no, the idea is that, yeah, the idea is that the bride and the groom will be the main attraction. Yeah. So that's also what makes it feel a little bit weird when they're like, oh, SRK broke his leg and he can't perform. And I'm like, oh, right, I forgot that was a thing. I know. Weddings here. I know. Like, for me, that... In America, that would be something that, like, really fancy, like, rich teenagers would do for their prom. Or yeah, something. that's what it feels. It feels like that <clears throat> that, that TV show Sweet 16 or something. Right. Yeah. 16th birthday party makes way more sense for that. Yeah. So that was funny. But that does happen at weddings. I mean, because that was the it whole does. thing in fan was the, I mean, it was a wedding in Russia, but it was, like, an Indian mm-hmm. family. Yeah, exactly. That he was going to perform at. <laughs> it just looked really funny. And that's the other thing, not just in India. Yeah. He will go to England or Russia or wherever. Yeah. I'm like, buddy, you don't have to earn money like this anymore. You don't anymore. have to do this. <laughs> I'm worried about your work-life balance. But this is a movie that is pretty typical rom-com stuff, so it's definitely a beginner Bollywood movie. And mm-hmm. it's also a movie that would probably be rated PG-13 here just because of, like, one particular scene around the middle of the movie. And it should be rated R in India. Oh, there was lots of smooching. They were, they were making out. Right. I, it was quite shocking. It was so shocking. But, you know, what? these modern kids putting it all out there. Yep. Some things are... Seeing, come on, you don't want to get pegged as a slot on your first movie. <laughs> Too late. Too late. He's a regular Rithic Russian. <laughs> Probably why SRK wasn't in the movie. It's like yeah, too much kissing. Yeah, he couldn't condone that. <laughs> yeah, so probably PG-13. But, I mean, pretty mild by American standards. Oh, definitely. Even the sex scene was pretty, yeah, it like, was, extremely mild. It was yeah. more just that it happened, so you probably don't want to show an eight-year-old. Yeah, exactly. Oh, people's backs. Oh, no. <laughs> but they're attractive people's backs. I know. 
they never said in the movie when Ron Veer Singh works out. Because he obviously does a lot. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So that's all for non-spoilers. We'll do spoilers after the interval. So, like, rom-coms, for me, especially American rom-coms these days, tend to have this problem where they get, like, so into, like, the problems modern people have in their relationships. Mm -hmm. And they focus in really hard on it, on how, like, people don't want commitments anymore, and people want to, like, find themselves. and So then it's not really rom-com anymore. It's more just, like... A drama. Right, a drama. And also, like, too realistic. I'm like, if I wanted to to hear about this stuff, like, I would just talk to my (laughs) friends. This is just ordinary life. Yeah. You know, I never thought that rom-com... Like, I never watched a a rom-com from the 40s and said, this is exactly what romance was like back then. Like, that's not (laughs) why you're watching it. It happened one night as a documentary, (laughs) Rose. But a lot of movies do that because they're like, well, this is something new that the genre hasn't looked at before. But they never do it well. No. And Indian movies have started falling into those problems too because they've they've become a little bit more westernized than they used to be but this movie does some of that without doing too much right so this is the thing where in the middle they just pull off this really big wedding and they're super excited about that and then they sleep together and then b2 gets real freaked out yes because shruti might think that they're an item now yeah well and she immediately starts being like oh great like we're we're, make you tea. we're probably I'll together now call you dear which makes sense because he was chasing her really hard at the beginning of the movie right. and she had to shut it down really hard so it's weird that like now he wouldn't be interested in that at all but it's also been two years like Well, also, even when he's... But the thing is, even when he's chasing her at the beginning of the movie, you don't feel like it's because he wants, like, a committed relationship with her. No, I think he actually just wanted more free food out of her. Well, that. But this is also, like, the slacker stereotype of, like, this is someone who doesn't want to get tied down. Exactly. Because all of a sudden, it's demanding. Yeah. And so this is exactly the thing. It's, like, he's fine with them sleeping together, but what he Mm -hmm. doesn't want is all of a sudden have to be dating her and, like, in a committed relationship where you have to think about stuff like that. Exactly. So then she finally realizes that that's what's happening. And so she. <laughs> and he handles it in the she, worst way possible. Oh my gosh. She confirms it by being like, hey, were you worried that I thought that, like, I, that I was going to, like, just stick to you like glue now? Haha, ha, I'm not like those girls. And he's like, oh, thank goodness. That was really scary. Oh my gosh. Can you even imagine how terrible? By the way, we made a mistake. Yeah, that's by fine. the way, when women say that, it's a trick. Don't ever respond. You have to at least assume that it might be a trick. Right. You need to respond very diplomatically. Yeah. Don't just be like, oh my gosh, dude. That would have been the worst. Yeah. I thought you mistook our one night stand to be meaningful. Yeah. It's not. I don't want that at all. It's not because of anything weird. It's just because I don't like you. Right. So for some reason, she gets real upset by that. Yeah. She tries to keep working with him, but eventually she's like, I can't do this. Which, fair enough. But the other thing is, by that point, yeah, they really do have a relationship. You can't go back from that. No. So, and it's also, for me, I'm like, I can't believe you guys worked together for two years. 
so well together. And then he's just like, oh, no, it might get weird. But the thing is, by this point, he's so focused on the success of the business. Yeah. That that's like his main concern. It's like, oh, no, our personal relationship might get in the way of business, which is what I absolutely love is that they have now switched. I know. That was her in the beginning. And now it's him. It's not because she's less invested in the business, but it's just because I think she has, well, I mean, she's a little more mature about the way relationships work. Yeah, exactly. And then a super big plot device happens. Oh my gosh. There's no other way to describe it. It smacks everyone over the head. Right. It's, you just have to accept it and move on. Yeah. And that's what I did. Also, because I really liked the actor who played the, the father the father of the bride. Yeah, that's so funny. These, the bride is like, I want these two people. It has to be both of them together. And I want them to do my wedding because I went to a wedding that they put on before and I really liked it. And the father's like, well, you know what? My little princess is going to get what she wants, even though I don't like you two. Yeah, he's a fancy hotelier. And they, he's like, I was looking at the fanciest people in uh, it, Italy and France and whatever. But <laughs> she wants you guys, so... You know, if you can work together, then that's what she wants. But if you don't work together, that's better for me, actually, because I don't want to do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I think is so funny that, I don't know, I feel like you would just lie to your daughter and be like, well, I tried him, but they wouldn't work together. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> well, it's funny. Yeah, he really wanted to. He was like, I'm going to give it the old college try for my daughter's sake because I really love her. But yeah. So, of course, then they have to work together and they have to put aside their differences and then realize, again, why they worked so well together in the first place. That's right. Including that they're able to put on an SRK-level dance number it at is, the last minute. Right. It is a good thing that both wedding planners were so hot. I know. And such good dancers. <laughs> and such good dancers. Yeah. Can you imagine being like, oh, yeah, that's those are my wedding planners, actually. <laughs> There's no one else that could have stepped in to do this. Yeah, well, you know how it is. Wedding planners, like, if something falls through, they have to do it. They have to get it done. <laughs> if that means getting uh, sexy costumes on. And... <laughs> but there were all these backup dancers. I'm like, can one of those backup dancers, like, who's a dancer, step up and just do the main they stuff? They do not have what it takes. <laughs> and they can't be trusted with this level of responsibility. <laughs> Yeah, that was the one where I was like, I know you tried to make this seem like we've just incorporated this seamlessly into the action of the plot, but you did not. That was so unbelievable to no, me. No, no, not I at mean, all. it didn't matter. I liked watching the dance. Yeah, no, it was great. But. It was a great dance. And uh, then, oh my goodness, Anushka Sharma's getting married. So one thing that I really liked about this was that she was not getting married in a like fit of peak. Yeah, and she wasn't even going to tell him about it. Right. Yeah. She's just like, I have to move on. Right. This is the next step in my life, like, is to get married. And it doesn't matter that I don't love the guy. Like, I was never looking. That was never a requirement for me. Right. Exactly. She likes him. Seems to Mm -hmm. like him fine. Yeah. She's like, this will be a partnership. And I'm just going to move my. I'm going to take care of her parents. Right. And I'll move my wedding planning business to Dubai where he lives. Yep. And that's my life, right? And and I really liked that because one thing I really hate is sometimes, is this happens especially, I feel like, with screenplays written by men. Mm-hmm. But you'll get these stories where the woman can't marry the person she's in love with, so she just goes back to choice number two. And I'm like, yes, that doesn't happen. Hate, like, no. women don't, it's not like, you have to put in a plot device that requires the woman to get married then. Yeah. It's not just like a woman's like, well... I fell in love with this guy and it didn't work out. So I guess I'll just go over with this guy. Uh, yeah, that's really rare. Um, 
partly because I think it's really rare for choice number two to be like, okay, I can tell I'm second choice. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. But this woman's got to get married. Exactly. Second fiddle. (laughs) Ready for duty. (laughs) It's always the thing of like, I just love her so much. So I'll marry her and like, she'll fall more in love with me. I don't know. It, It starts getting real hackneyed after a while. So I just really loved that even though they had her be like yes i'm gonna get married because that kind of put like the impetus for b2 to figure out what he was doing yeah but but it wasn't it like made sense it was still a choice of like the strong woman character that she was definitely and it was great because then she's like well why should i not get he's like well you can't get married and she's like why and he's like, well, all these reasons. She's like, those aren't good reasons. And here's all answers to all right. of those things. The business. She's like, and she's like, well, the business will be fine. Yeah. So then, of course, he figures out, like, oh, I do love her after all. Exactly. Oh, I realized why. Yeah. Yeah. And he was darn lucky that she was like, okay. That's what's so nice is, like, their relationship is founded on how, like, a good partnership. Yeah. So, yeah, they love each other. And they have good chemistry as actors. Mm-hmm. But you feel like sometimes you watch romantic comedies and you're like, oh, like, I mean, I was into the romance, but like these people are not going to make it. This is going to be a train wreck of a marriage. Right. Like, how are you guys just going to sit around the dinner table? Like, that's (laughs) what I can't see you guys do. Exactly. But these people, I'm like, oh, man, you guys are going to make it. You're going to be able to work through your problems. You're going to be able to. Great friends. Yeah. They communicate well. They get along in ordinary moments. That was even yeah. when they were mad at each other. Yeah. As soon as they were kind of, like, forced back into proximity with each other, they couldn't help but like each other again. Yeah, exactly. And I do think so much of that was down to the acting. Because yeah, there were I scenes so where I was like, if you read this on a page, there were so many ways it could have gone. But the way the actors pulled it off, you could see all of that emotion in there. The, the thing of, like, I do like you and I do get along with you even when I'm mad at you or I don't agree with you definitely so it's not a movie that's like reinventing the wheel or anything but it's just a really solid Mm rom-com and there's so few of those these days yes so it's just really likable and really fun and if you like Rambir Singh and Anushka Sharma which everyone should yes then you should definitely watch this together and separate yes (laughs) I'll basically watch anything they're in yeah pretty me too I've uh I haven't gone deep enough into that. I'm sure I'll get burned. Well, this is the thing where I didn't particularly like Bashir Mastani, but I really liked Juan Gersling in it. He was, yeah. He I mean, was all the acting performances that. were great. Deep I just didn't. Really good yeah, it. it was the love triangle thing where I'm like, I hate love triangles. Yeah, that was boring. So our next movie, we're going back to a lot of big magical spectacle. That's right. And someone that we don't see very much in this podcast, Salman Khan. Yes. In a double role! Yay! Salman Khan and Sonam Kapoor starring in Prem Ratan Don Peo. And that is available for rent basically everywhere. Mm-hmm. And this is just a movie that is a lot of fun. You shouldn't take it too seriously. It's just splashy and colorful and fun. And it is basically, it's based on The Prisoner of Zenda, if you are familiar with that story. It's very, it's a very sweet movie. I love this one. Yeah. So we'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. 
To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com. Don't make it